was getting some barbecue one time. I still remember this. It's a couple, a few years ago. And I, I was getting it. It was over there in the hood. I mean, it was just the hood. But it had some good barbecue over there. When I went over there to get it, I went, and, and a lady was before me. She was in the window. She got, got her order. And then she turned away, and she looked, looked at her order and looked in the bag. And, 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 and then she said, wait a minute, excuse me. Uh, hello, excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna just say it like she said it, okay? Do bread come with this? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do healing come with this? Come on, come on, come on. Do money come with this? Does debt free come with this? Does get my kids off of drugs come with this? Satan is a negotiator. He's tried to let you get saved without your money, tried to let you get saved without your healing, tried to let you, but those days are over. Bread comes with this. I said bread comes with this. One of the things that the devil wants to do is to keep the church carnal. Carnal means I'm fleshly. It means that I have no spiritual discernment. I have no spiritual senses. I'm just... You know, I'm just as carnal as a goat. I'm just getting along, just trying to make it every day. All right. But God doesn't want you like that because you're more spirit than you are natural. Look what he says. The same day when Eden was come, he said unto them, let us go over to the other side, pass over to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. Watch this. And there arose a great storm of wind, waves beat into the ship till it was now full. Mm-hmm. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said to him, Master, careth thou not that we perish? Now notice they're accusing Jesus. Don't you care that we're about to die? Now Jesus was asleep. They woke him up. And look what happened. He arose and rebuked the wind, said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. What did he do first? He rebuked the what? Wind. Can you see wind? No. But he rebuked the unseen first. And then took care of the scene. Say amen to that. So I'm saying the tendency is is to get in the natural and try to fight the battle without dealing with the supernatural, without dealing with the spiritual part of that. And he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no what? Faith. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea do what? Obey him. Question. If the wind and the sea or the storm was from God, could Jesus have rebuked it? No. Nope. Couldn't have touched it. And he wouldn't have touched it because it wasn't from, it, it, it was from the Father. It was the Father's will. But that wasn't from the Father. And what people do today is they say, well, God caused this to come into the Philippines. No. God took an earth and turned it over to a man. Say amen to this. And the way we get God's ability back into the earth is we have to give him permission. And your prayer gives God permission to come into this earth and order it the way it's supposed to be ordered. Are you up what I'm saying? So now he's given you, look what he says over in Psalm chapter eight and verse six. Look what he says. He's talking about a man now. Watch this. Thou has made him to have dominion over the what? 
works of my, thy hands, and thou hast put how many things under his feet? All things under his feet. Now notice, he's given mankind dominion over the works of his hands. Gave it to him. Now check this out. God gave it to a man. Now, if God gave it to a man, then the man is going to have to run it. God is not running the world, folks. God is running the church. Got it? So notice, if God could just, at, at his will, just come right back in here and do things, then he would have knocked that fruit out of Adam's hand. Get that thing out of your hand, man. You're about to ruin the whole room of human race. <laughs> but why couldn't he do that? Because he couldn't violate Adam's will. And he won't violate yours. So here, in this particular instance, going over to the other side, now prayer is going to get God involved. Now, Jesus has prayed, so he's sleeping. They haven't prayed probably at all. Now they're going to the other side. Now, here comes a storm. Now, wait a minute. They think it came out of nowhere. Well, all you got to do is go back to the book of Job. And you see the same thing happened to Job. Storm comes out of nowhere. Tore up everything, killed his kids and so forth. Well, you know, the Lord's trying to teach you something. No, the devil's trying to kill you. And you better stop it. Now put that verse back up there at, at uh, Psalm chapter eight and verse six again. Put it back up there. I want you to see something about this verse. See? He said, thou hast made him, that's you, to have dominion over the works of his hands. Over the works of his hands. Over the works of his hands. Let me ask you something. Did God make angels? Did he? All right. Was Lucifer an angel? Okay. All right. He became Satan when he came, hit this earth down here, but he was Lucifer then. Who made him? Who gave you, you, God gave you dominion over all the works of his hands. So if you don't like what Satan is doing, bind him. Say amen to this. Just as simple as that. So we got something to say about it. We got something to say about everything that goes on in the earth. In fact, nothing should go on in the earth without our permission. I better come over here. This is Nothing should go on in the earth without our permission. We are the governors here. There is a new sheriff in town. You got the badge on you. And the enemy sees that badge. He's hoping you don't see it. Okay. So I'm saying Adam gave it away. Who did he give it to? Gave it on the hands of Satan. What is Satan doing? He's running with it. What did he try to do? Offer it to Jesus. And Jesus said, no, no, get thee behind me, Satan. Because Jesus didn't want Satan to give him anything. He was going to take it. And take it all back. I said, take it all back. You know what I told you last time? I told you uh, about that barbecue. And, 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 and this lady was ordering that barbecue. And 
she was in the, in, in the window. This was in the hood now. She was in the window, <laughs> and they had some good barbecue. But it's in the window, and, and she ordered the barbecue. But she stepped away and looked in the bag, and all of a sudden, she noticed the bread was missing. And she came back to the window and said this. Now, I'm, I'm speaking the way she did. Do bread come with this? Now, wait, check it out. I'm saying when you got free and got born again, bread came with it. Now, now, now watch, watch, watch this. Now, I showed you this last time, but just look at a little bit of this. Look at the, uh, Exodus chapter, chapter 3 and verse 19. Just look at a little bit of this, all right? I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. This is what God is saying to Moses. Check it out. And I'll stretch out my hand and I'll smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Look what God said. He will let you go. You remember what he said? She said over there when Sarah heard, overheard that she was going to have a baby, the, the, angel, <laughs> the angel told Abraham, said, your wife this time next year is going to have a baby. And, and, and Sarah overheard it. Look what it said in Genesis chapter 18 and verse 14. It said, is anything too hard for God? Nothing. 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 He will let you go. See, because I like what they said down there in that church down there I was raising. God is a, a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Say that. Say that. Heart fixer. And uh, mine, regular. I'll tell them about this, this, this story that I had. One of the members tell a story about their mother and father and say how uh, when they first got married, um, after six months, she became kind of abusive. And uh, she was a praying woman. And she prayed. And when she prayed, God heard that prayer. Because everyone that asked, what? Received. And he heard that prayer. And so came to him, her husband, at, at, at night when he was asleep. And came to him in a dream. Said, if you do that again, uh, you're going to hell. And he woke up in a sweat. Now, this is a true story. He woke up in a sweat. And he's sweating, woke up. And then uh, he was crying. He started shaking her. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Now, she thought someone was about to jump off. Y'all know what I mean by jump off? He, 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 she didn't know what was about to happen. And she said, what? He said, I'm sorry, forgive me. I didn't mean to do it. So forth and so on. And, and then uh, he, from that day forward, he walked everywhere hand in hand, Amen. bragged on her everywhere he went, Amen. bought her gifts and so forth. Watch this, for 50 years Amen. before he expired. Because of prayer. I tell you, you're doing more fighting than you're doing praying, and that's wrong. Listen, the Bible says, pray unceasingly. Pray always. It, that that means every little thing you do. I'm gonna pray about this first. So, why do you want this book? Because I need the will of God. See, I don't. I'm not sure what to do. So I need the will of God. Now, why the will of God? Because faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing what? By the word of God. And faith makes prayer work. So I don't need to just pray. I need to pray in faith. So I need to pray in confidence. When you go into something, you need to know you're going to win. 
When, when you know you're going to win, folks, you go sky high. Your, your confidence is strong. Your, your voice doesn't quibble. And, and say amen to that. You don't be getting, you know, all kinds. No, no. You're walking into it. You know how you're going to come out. I'm going to have it so that you're so confident in prayer that nothing will excite you. When I say that, I mean, nothing will get you alarmed, nothing, because you can take prayer and undo things. You can take prayer and reset time. I don't know what kind of situation you're going through, but take impossible out of your mouth because whatever you're going through, God got you covered. I said, God got you covered. And it doesn't take two years for it to turn around. I see some things. I say, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm going through. I said, well, now you were going through last year this time. Well, I'm still going through. You need to get through. Because see, you, you're not meant to endure that kind of, uh, of, uh, of whipping uh, from the devil and all that stuff for that long. You, you're not made like that. You got to come out somewhere and get some air, man. He'll try to make you think you got to wait it out. No, you don't have to wait it out. Faith always overrides time. All right, do you have that? So notice, let's just finish this and finish this with 1 Corinthians, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, According to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we what? Have the desire that we have, a petition that we desire of him. Now, what we did last time talking about that, um, talking about that, that, that bread is the fact that the enemy is a negotiator. He's a deceiver. And he's had many of us to get saved but we've left our goods and we've left good, the gold, we've left the healing, we've left uh, the joy, we've left the business, we left whatever God had for us, we left it because we didn't know it came with it. But God said something to them. He said, now you're going to go, but you're not going out empty. Say amen to them. So what I did is I gave you a scripture. I gave you Mark 11, 23 and 24. Let's go to that, please. Mark 11, 23 and 24. Look what it says. And verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this what? Mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have what? whatsoever he saith. Okay? Now, why am I covering this? Because what has happened to the church is that we've been trying to pay for something that already belongs to us. And what belongs to us for the most part is in the wrong hands. Now stay with me. 
Mark 11.24 is a primary scripture for receiving what God has already given you. This scripture is not about what's possible. It is not about that. It's all about what's not possible. God is taking you into a battle you can't win. God is leading you to a piece of property you can't afford. You hear what I'm saying now? The enemy doesn't want me to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I am not talking about some greed. What I'm talking about is jubilee. I'm talking about you getting back in to the right hands what belongs to them in this earth. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. You were never to come out of bondage. Our bondage says you were unsaved. When you got saved, healing came with that. Say amen to this. Long life came with that. Say amen. amen. Watch this. Whole house saved came with that. Now I'm going to have to use my faith and this prayer. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, come on, believe. Not pray and pay. Pray and believe. Now I'm going to believe something. What? The impossible. There's not going to be possible. I'm not looking for something that's possible. Most of what I am supposed to get is impossible. Come on, you got a bad diagnosis from the doctor. Okay, it's time for a Mark 11:24. Because I'm going to believe I've received this thing. And let me tell you, God's going to transfer my healing into my hands. And he's going to do it as soon as I show him some faith. And this is my verse right here. Once I believe I've received it, that's it. Now I'm going to start thanking God. I'm going to start thanking God because he is now going to provide for me everything that I need in this earth. Watch this, whether it's in this earth or not. I know, listen, Saint, I'm talking spiritual now and I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to go beyond what you uh, can, can touch. But this verse got nothing to do with your feelings. This verse has nothing to do. As soon as you put feelings in there, you're going to put your natural mind in there and you're going to say, wait a minute, uh, what about? No, it's nothing what about. This is beyond anything that you deserve 
and you did for yourself. This, this is out there where God has all your stuff that the devil is sitting on it because he thinks you don't have enough spirituality to come get it. And I'm telling you right now, once you receive it, God's going to fight your battle for you. Somebody said, well, that's impossible. That's why I want it. I want to put it right there. I want to put it up because healing came with this. Deliverance came with this. Watch this. Debt free came with this. I was supposed to be debt free when I got born again back in 19 something something. The moment you get born again, debt free is your right. But you've got an enemy sitting on it and he refuses to let you go and you're going to have to move him and you cannot move him without faith. And this is a verse that you're going to use because soon as you activate this verse, God just heard you. Now he's going to get in here and fight that battle. You are not fighting an intellectual spirit. He don't care how much education you got. He can still try to put something on you. Now we need to look at this thing just like it is and this is what it's going to be. What it's going to be is Satan's got my stuff and I want it. And I don't want it tomorrow. I want it right now. Say amen to that. That's the devil trying to tear up your marriage. That's the devil trying to put your son on drugs. That's the devil got you fearing to walk down the street. That's the devil trying to keep your your car done trying to keep your house. That's the devil doing that. God has given you the land. Now we're going to get there, saints, but we're going to have to just get, get crazy faith to get there because you got people that's trying to talk you out of it and it's led by the devil, the con, the con man himself, trying to keep your bread, but bread comes with this. I said bread comes with this. The bread of healing, the bread of deliverance, the bread of death free. Only believe. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful teaching. Well, from Genesis to Revelation, we see God's desire to prosper his people. Today is offering day on the broadcast, and I'd like to share a key principle that will build your faith for increase. You are under a covenant of increase with God. God says in Psalm chapter 115 and verse 14, the Lord shall increase you more and more. In verse 12, he says, we are on God's mind. Now, what does that mean? Have you ever called somebody and when you call them, they said, I was just thinking about you. Well, guess what? Right now, God's just thinking about you. Praise God. What is he thinking about? He's thinking about how he can bless you, how he can increase you. Why? Because he promised it to Father Abraham. He said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you and your seed. So just as Abraham obeyed God and he got blessed, the more he obeyed, the more blessed he became. Just like at the wedding of Cana in John chapter 2, when Jesus showed up at the wedding and the mother of Jesus said, well, hey, they have no wine. You've run out of wine. And he said, what is that to me? She said, whatever he says to you, just do it. And what did his servants do? They did what he said and wine increased. I'm saying that increase mainly comes through obedience to God. 
Hear what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 19. He says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Think about me. I came here with $200 to my, and my family with me <laughs> and no place to stay. Dear sister, open a home to us. But notice what I've been, just obedient all the way, obedient all the way. When God tells me to do something, I do it. And notice increase has come. We're televising to over 200 nations of the world. We are running this broadcast. Why? Just obeying God. In Luke 6:38, it says, give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men shall give into your bosom. So what are we doing? We've been doing sowing and reaping, sowing and reaping. And we've been obeying God and look what God has done in our lives. Now, he's going to do the same thing for you. Whatever he says to you, just do it. That's your responsibility. And so as you do this, I'm expecting increase to come in your life. Let me pray for you right now. If you have your offering in mind or have it in hand, let me pray over it right now that the same God that blessed me is going to bless you. Praise God. Father, we just praise you and thank you now for all of our partners, all of those who are watching us by television or media. We pray, Lord, that as they sow their seed today, that you are the God of increase, that you will increase them more and more, them and their children. Father, we pray that maybe they might not have but a little, but you said you can sow a little and receive a lot, that you will measure it back to them, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, we pray that you meet all their need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now we consider these things done and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, this is all we have for this week. This is Bill Winston saying, we sure do love you. Join us next week again for another exciting series of teachings. We love you and keep walking by faith. I was getting some barbecue one time. I still remember this a couple of few years ago. And I, I was getting it, it was over there in the hood. I mean, it was just the hood. But it had some good barbecue over there. When I went over there to get it, I went, and, and a lady was, before she was in the window, she got, got her order. And then she turned away, and she looked, looked at her order, and looked in the bag, and, 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 and then she said, wait a minute, excuse me. Uh, hello, excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna just say it like she said it, okay? Do bread come with this? Let me ask you this. Do healing come with this? Come on, come on, come on. Do money come with this? Does debt free come with this? Does my kids off of drugs come with this? Satan is a negotiator. He's tried to let you get saved without your money, tried to let you get saved without your healing, tried to let you, but those days are over. Bread comes with this. I said bread comes with this. Do not leave bread on the table when your full package has been paid for and it's waiting for you to receive in Pastor Winston's powerful teaching entitled, Do Bread Come With This? To order on CD or DVD, Contact us online at BillWinston.org or call 1-800-711-9327. Do not allow the enemy any longer to negotiate all the benefits that are righteously yours. As a born-again believer, there's no question, bread and everything else comes with this salvation. Get your copy of Do Bread Come With This today. 
Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.